This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. When life gets hard, talking to someone can help. Whether it's venting, processing, or getting tools to deal with the stress, visit betterhelp.com super and lighten the load. Hey, brother! Guys, as ever, with the recent release of Lightyear, we find ourselves at the crossroads of the ever-growing Pixar theory. And I have to tell you that this movie in particular has been a huge challenge to try and whittle down. Because we have a brand new and unique circumstance that really throws into question what actually exists in universe. The same rules don't apply like they have in the past, because Lightyear both does and does not exist in the Pixar universe. Let me explain. At the opening credits of the movie, we discover that the movie of Lightyear is the same movie that a young Andy Davis saw before his birthday in the original Toy Story. Meaning this movie actually exists inside of the Pixar universe itself and came out around the year of 1995. The movie that we are watching is the same movie that Andy himself watched and why he asked for a Buzz Lightyear action figure for his birthday. It's also this movie that has brought about the craze of this particular character that we can see even in Toy Story 2 in Al's Toy Ball. So two big details actually come from this particular bit of information. The first being that Pixar actually exists inside of the Pixar universe which I find very fun. But it also means that the entire plot of the movie Lightyear that we see is actually a live action movie inside of the Pixar universe. Like within the movie, Buzz Lightyear is being played by a real actor, like in the same way that Chris Evans out here in the real world plays the character of Steve Rogers. Socks, one of my new favorite Pixar characters of all time, is not any more real than R2-D2. And you know, the evil Emperor Zurg is also just the same actor who played Buzz, just, you know, cleverly aged up. Similarly to how Chris Evans was, when he played Steve Rogers. Either which way though, of course Lightyear does fit into the Pixar theory because it is in fact a movie that exists inside of that universe. The question is though, does it change anything about the existing Pixar theory? And possibly brings about the question of, are there any other Pixar movies that are possibly just movies inside of the Pixar universe? Today, find out. Pixar Theory, the Pixar Theory, we're finally going to see it clearly, the Pixar Theory. Guys, before we dive on into today's theory, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Bespoke Post. It is finally summer, which means all sorts of fun summer adventures, which means it is absolutely the time to check out Bespoke Post and all of their awesome boxes of Awesome. If you are unfamiliar with what Bespoke Post does, it is a monthly subscription box that sends you really, really cool stuff. For example, last year around this time, I was doing loads of tubing on the river, so I snagged the Chill Box, which is a portable cooler that can be packed down really small and holds all of your summer libations. And with all the travel that I have slated ahead of me for the rest of this summer, I am totally eyeing their Explore Box. This one comes with a lightweight backpack, a headlamp, and a metal water bottle for wherever you might be on the go. And if you don't know what box might be best for you, you can take their quiz over at boxofawesome.com, which helps narrow down which ones are the best fit. Each box is valued at around $70, but comes in at a fraction of that cost. Plus they source so many of their products from small businesses. So you know you're getting really high-end stuff. Plus our viewers can get 20% off their first box when you head on over to boxofawesome.com and use promo code super at checkout. Again, that's going to be boxofawesome.com, promo code super at checkout for 20% off your first box. One last time, boxofawesome.com, promo code super, link is in the description down below. 
Okay, so if at this point in time you are still somehow unfamiliar with the Pixar theory, it works like this. Every Pixar movie exists on one giant timeline within the same universe. And as such, each movie is telling just another installment of a much bigger story. And it all starts with the asteroid missing Earth in The Good Dinosaur, or possibly soul, depending on your perspective on things. And it ends all the way in the future with Monsters, Inc., or Brave or soul, depending on your perspective on things. Joe, are you dead? But of course, it all started with Toy Story, which brings us to today's question. What effect does Lightyear make on the Pixar theory as we know it? Like, is it just as simple as it's a movie that Andy saw with his friends as a kid? And the answer is yes, but also it tells us a lot more about other characters that we already know inside of the Pixar-verse namely Buzz Lightyear, but others as well. Actually, to get even crazier with the meta-ness of it all, consider this. From Andy's perspective, he's watching a live action movie, right? But from our perspective, we're watching a animated movie, right? However, it looks like there's also an animated version of Buzz Lightyear based on the live action version. It's called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. And if you'd like to watch it, good luck. Disney has basically scrubbed it from everywhere. But anyway, let's first start with Buzz because Lightyear really reframes his entire character arc in the Toy Story universe. And that's not to say it's in a bad way at all. For me, it just gave me a deeper understanding of what he's actually going through. Because Buzz has always been an enigma amongst the other toys. Like, yes, they may have acted a little bit like the creatures or personas that they depict. Like Slink, for example, wags his tail when he's pet. And Jesse, in fact, acts like a cowgirl. And Bullseye acts like a horse. Even Rex tries, admittedly in vain, to be a dinosaur. How you doing, Rex? Were you scared? Tell me honestly. But even so, they still all understand that they are still toys, an idea that Buzz Lightyear can't seem to comprehend. But seeing Lightyear now makes Buzz's personality make a lot more sense. Because the character that the action figure is based on acts very much in the same way. Similar to how action figure Buzz can't quite grasp the idea that he's a toy, action hero Buzz can't quite grasp the idea that he's a human. I, well, to be, to be clear, I do think he is aware of the fact that he's human. What I mean is everyone else around him is busy having a life. But Buzz is 100% defined by being a space ranger. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. To him, that is just all that matters and all that is worth being. It is where he finds all of his sense of purpose. And that means that when Toy Buzz finally discovers and accepts the fact that he is a toy, the world's greatest superhero, now the world's greatest toy. He's not upset here that he's a toy. He's upset that he's not a space ranger. In fact, I don't even think he would care all that much at all to realize that he was a toy if it still meant being an actual space ranger. Woody actually addresses this idea just completely head on. Being a toy is a lot better than being a, a space ranger. This is the same lesson that action hero Buzz also needs to learn during the movie Lightyear. Except it's more like having a life, you know, with 
friends and a team that you love is a lot better than being a space ranger, pal. On that note though, let's talk about Buzz's friends or the lack thereof inside of the Toy Story movies. One of the odd but very fitting bits of retconning that happens in the movie Lightyear is the addition of his team and all of his friends. That was utterly terrifying and I regret having joined you. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. They are amazing and so much fun. But what seems to suddenly not fit so well is that if this is this like super crazed blockbuster movie, then where are the action figures of all of them? Like, we know there are demand for Lightyear toys. And just look at this toy aisle in Toy Story 2. It's literally floor to ceiling Buzz Lightyear action figures. Who is stocking the store that they're not ordering a single other character from this movie other than Buzz? Oh, and, and also Zerg. Oh yeah, that's right. We know the answer to that question. It's, it's Al from Al's Toy Barn, which is somehow a surprisingly satisfying answer to this question. The guy who's not stocking up on other characters who happen to be two people of color, two women and an elderly woman and a cat is also the guy who steals from kids at yard sales. So yeah, in a weird twist of fate, despite not being in the movie at all, the movie Lightyear actually makes Al an even worse villain in Toy Story 2. But come on now, not like even a single socks toy? That would've killed. On the note of things that he does stock now, there is something in Al's toy barn that makes me raise my eyebrows a little bit, and that is a Bugs Life toys. Because now we're absolutely forced to ask the question, is A Bug's Life also just a movie inside of the Pixar universe? It's a rock. And the answer is maybe, but then again, we can also see Flick and Heimlich in Toy Story 2 right here. So unless the bugs are sentient beings and also made a movie of themselves. Marker. Whoa, Flick, honey. <laughs> we are not about to. Is someone hammering? No. But, 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 but actually no, bloopers don't count. We can just only assume that there is also a movie about bugs that these toys are based on. But that also doesn't make every other Pixar movie safe either. Are there any other Pixar movies that could just be movies inside of the Pixar verse? And another one we have to consider is The Incredibles. If you look over here in Finding Nemo, you can see that this little boy is reading an Incredibles comic book as if they're fictional. And then if you look over in Coco, you can see, wait for it, a literal movie poster for The Incredibles 2. Although to be fair, it is a skeleton version of them. Which I'm not gonna lie you guys, this started to have me a little bit concerned. Like are The Incredibles not real? Are they just another movie? Because not for nothing, they're currently a pretty important part of the entire Pixar theory. Because as a refresher on that particular idea, the Omnidroid is supposedly the first piece of AI that was smart enough to go on to create by and large, which effectively takes over the world. And even beyond that, the super's existence is kind of the underlying explanation as to why the monsters in Monsters Inc. needed to shift from scream energy to laughter energy. Because with superheroes all over the world, there was just simply less for people to be afraid of. Plus there are other characters within the Pixar universe that do have superpowers or else magic, like the witch from Brave or Ian from Onward. So with all of that in mind, I think my answer to this is yes, the Incredibles do in fact exist. And the fact that there is fictional content around them is more based on them than the source of them. But as long as we're talking about existing, let's turn to the character who is most affected by this in-universe movie, 
Woody. Now, obviously, the mere existence of the movie Lightyear causes a considerable amount of anguish for our good buddy Woodford, given that it leads to the purchase of Andy's new favorite toy, Buzz Lightyear. But as we know, that particular problem is resolved by the end of the first Toy Story, and Woody's story is far from over at that point. That doesn't actually come to a conclusion until the end of Toy Story 4, and if you've been a longtime viewer of this channel, you'll know that at the end of Toy Story 4, we believe that Woody becomes the first non-biological being to get a soul. The theory goes like this. The first three Toy Story movies all revolve around Woody serving this greater purpose, which is at all costs to be there for Andy. That is his singular purpose as a toy and he acts accordingly. But then we go to Toy Story 4 where we see Woody trying to do the same thing for Bonnie, but it just isn't sticking. You are going to be there for Andy when he- Who's Andy? I mean, Bonnie. And then by the end of the movie, something truly miraculous happens. Woody chooses not Bonnie, but rather himself. And this is really huge because it suggests that there is a self to choose. This truly is a completely unique moment for any toy that we've seen in the series at all. Like, sure, we've seen other toys acting out of self-interest, like Blotso and his iron fluff grip on the daycare. Or take the prospector, for example, and his desire to end up in a museum. The thing is about both of these two characters, though, is that they're still serving that underlying purpose, which is to be a toy. Blotso wants to be played with by kids at Sunnyside forever, and the prospector wants to be on display at a toy museum and to be admired by kids forever. They're both still acting according to their purpose, which is to be a toy. But do you know who doesn't have purpose? People with souls. We don't assign purposes. Where did you get that idea? Woody breaks free of this sense of purpose and is able to choose a life of his own. And honestly, if you want even more details about this particular explanation, I do recommend you checking out this video right over here. It is one of my all-time favorites. But the point is, this journey to become a truly living being and not just a toy all starts with Lightyear and the fateful arrival of Buzz in Andy's room. Until then, and even for a few weeks after, Woody is really no different from either Lotso or the Prospector. He is selfish and jealous and acts accordingly, all in the name of being Andy's favorite toy. And it's not until Buzz actually arrives that he is forced to re-examine his role as a toy. And it's at this point in time that he begins acting more in the name of Andy's interests than his own. And it's even this shift that I think allows Woody to start just taking cues from Andy himself. After all, Andy's last on-screen act is to give all of his toys to a little girl, Bonnie. And what does Woody ultimately end up choosing to do with his own life once he's chosen himself? Pair other toys with kids. Because he has a soul, thanks to Buzz, who exists because of Lee. Also, guys, I just want to remind you that tomorrow, Friday the 24th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, we are going to be hosting all fandom trivia right here on the Super Carlin Brothers YouTube channel. This is in celebration of 10 years of Super Carlin Brothers. Jay and I will be in our full-blown formal wear for Formal Friday. Be sure to set your reminders again, 6 p.m. tomorrow evening, Friday the 24th. See you then.
Also, we have just launched a brand new show over on our gaming channel called Carlin Brothers Box Breakers, where we break into boxes of Pokemon cards and give them to you guys. If you would like to go and check it out, here is a quick preview. Link is in the description down below. Hello and welcome everybody to Carlin Brothers Box Breakers, or as we like to call it, CB Cubed. No, I so said we were not we're not calling it that. Flourish! Hey! hey! And more than one point for sure with Dark Rivy. The double rare double full art. This is what you want. My side. They're really good now. <gasps> oh! Guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you'd like to see our complete spoiler review of the movie Lightyear, you can do so right over here. Otherwise, until next time, bye!